Hi, my name is Carly Johnson. I'm from here in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I'm a junior communication sciences and disorders major here at UNL. Um, and I chose to pursue this major because of the wide variety of opportunities that you have to specialize in this field. And I also chose this because I love to help people. So a lot of the time people that major in communication sciences and disorders either choose to go on to pursue a master's degree in speech language pathology or audiology as well. So you could work in like a school setting, which is what I plan on doing after I graduate, or you could work in like the hospital. Um, you could work in like a clinical setting like here at Berkeley or just like another clinic around town. Um, you could also go after you get your master's degree and pursue a PhD and do research and get your doctorate degree, degree and teach if you would like as well. So I've always wanted to come to UNL ever since I was a little kid. I had like the Husker cheer uniform and everything. So I always knew that I wanted to come here. Um, and I kind of found out about the major. I was looking on like admitted students and what they decided to major in. And I found speech language pathology. And I was like, huh, I kind of know what that is, but I want to do some more research on it. So I stumbled upon the Special Education and Communication Sciences and Disorders website and found out all about all of the awesome programs that we have here and like specialty areas as well as the faculty and staff and the amount of what I want to say like classes that we have that teach you about all the different aspects about the field which I found super interesting because you can learn about speech language pathology classes but you also get to learn like the audiology side as well. So there are a lot of opportunities for undergraduates to get involved here on campus. One of the main organizations that a lot of the audiology and speech language pathology majors are involved in is the National Student Speech Language and Hearing Association, also called NISLA. Um, and this is a pre-professional organization where we meet monthly and have speakers come in from talk, whether they're audiologists or speech language pathologists, and talk about their experiences in the field, as well as graduate programs, um, and different specialty areas that they have pursued. And we also volunteer within the community, such as with the Right Care Valentine's Party. Um, we also volunteer at the aphasia walk that's held in the summer. And we also do t-shirt fundraisers for um, organizations in the community, such as the Autism Family Network or the Down Syndrome Association. And we just try to be involved in the community as much as we can. So one awesome part about UNL's program here is that you have a wide variety of opportunity to volunteer and watch in the clinic. Um, in your intro to communication sciences and disorders class, you have to meet some minimum requirements for observation hours where you're actually on the other side of the glass, so you're not inside the clinic for the class, but you get to watch a graduate student provide therapy to one of their clients which is an awesome way to see what speech language pathologists do and what you might be doing in your future career. Um, another way that I had the opportunity to volunteer as a communication partner in the summer of my freshman year, where I was actually able to be in the clinic with the graduate student and assist with therapy. And it was amazing and it definitely made me want to keep pursuing a degree in speech language pathology because I got to feel the satisfaction of my client um, progressing through therapy.
Um, I would probably say my communication partner, my role as a communication partner was super rewarding. I remember when my client was using sign language and we were trying to get him to communicate and we just kept using the sign more, more to see if he would reply. And I remember he looked at me in the eyes and gave me eye, t eye contact, which he hadn't really been doing for a couple weeks in therapy. And he like showed the sign more and it was just awesome. It was so cool to see like what I was doing was actually working and that he was progressing in a way that we wanted him to. So welcome to the Stuttering Lab. I am an undergraduate research assistant here with Dr. Naomi Rogers. Um, and we have a couple of projects that we're working on. One that I've been working on since last summer is a meta-analysis that is talking about the mental health effects of stuttering on adolescents. So that's been a super cool project to be a part of because I've never been involved with research before but it has really opened my eyes to maybe wanting to pursue a PhD and focus more on research, especially with stuttering and maybe a specialty area in um, providing therapy to individuals who stutter as well. So I heard from a lot of the older people in my cohort, so like juniors and seniors, I heard that research would be something that's really awesome to get involved with. Um, especially for your resume for graduate school. It looks really good on there. Um, and speech language pathology as well as audiology is like a research-based field. So it's awesome to get involved with it because a lot of what we do is evidence-based. So it's awesome to be able to help put the research and evidence behind that. So in addition to the stuttering lab, we have lots of other research lab that labs that focus on a variety of different aspects that are within the realms of audiology as well as speech language pathology, such as a lab that focuses on swallowing, um, a lab that focuses on hearing and balance, um, a lab that focuses on cochlear implants, um, augmentative and alternative communication, and we also have labs that focus on neuroscience and neuroimaging as well as auditory perception. Welcome to the resource room library is essentially what we call it. Um, it houses a lot of books as well as games and toys that graduate clinicians use in their therapy sessions. Um, and I work in the resource room and what we do in there is we essentially get the items ready for each graduate clinician for them to use in their therapy sessions um, as well as assisting faculty and staff with projects that they may have for us as well. Um, as an undergraduate, we sometimes use the resource room um, for one class that you would take um, probably about your junior year in the program where you have to analyze a storybook. Um, so a lot of people come into the resource room library and get a storybook to use for their projects. And this is also a great way to learn how clinic runs because I've worked here since the summer before my sophomore year and I have learned so much about just how our clinic runs and have had so much advice from graduate students. So it's been a really awesome experience for me to learn a lot about the program as well as speech language pathology. Advice I would have is definitely get involved. It helps so much to learn the names of your faculty and have a relationship with them. I'm really good friends with our advisor, um, Alicia Davis for NISLA and it has been so rewarding and awesome to have her as a mentor in my life to 
provide feedback on just graduate schools and grades and classes and just help in general. So that's been really awesome. So definitely network with your classmates as well as faculty. Thank you for your interest today. I hope that all of the information I provided you was helpful. Um, feel free to contact us with our information provided on the slide. Um, and I look forward to seeing you in Berkeley in the fall.